The following podcast contains spoilers. Hey, it's Joe Bunzarelli. You may have noticed we got a new Facebook page, so make sure you guys come and follow us. We had to kind of reboot it, but anyway, I got by with me, and we're talking about The Mandalorian Chapter 20, The Young One. This is The Bunzarelli Show. You know what's cool thing about this episode was um, it was directed by Carl Weathers, aka Grief Cargo, I know. I aka that Apollo too. Creed. Yeah, so and he does like yep. one a season, That's one awesome. or two. Yeah, but really good episode too. Yeah, yeah, this was really good, and it was um very Star Wars. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, there's definitely a whole lot of Star Wars themes going on. The um father son thing with the with the animal. Yes, um taking the kid. That's a big Star Wars thing. Yeah. Or um, and also, oh, how about the, the the Mandalorians all coming out of? There was one shot um where they're walking towards the camera, and it was them coming off of a ship or coming off of something. I can't remember. Yeah. Just uh, it was like twelve Mandalorians in a row coming off. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of Mandos all in the same place. It was sweet. Was, uh, Whatever we're wondering was going on with Bo, we're really seeing it fleshed out here because she's just taking command yeah. of the um, the rescue and everything, and she's just uh, she's just with it. She's just asking uh, Mando questions like, "How do we eat?" You know what I mean? She's not even like questioning it. She's like, "What are we supposed to do?" Here? Yeah, you know. She's like, okay. "Yeah, yeah." She wasn't like, "Oh, what's show me?" Uh, she didn't even say it like in a negative, like you know. Oh, how do I got to do this again? Yeah. What's this, you know, like whatever, any kind of tone or anything. He's like, okay, how do I? Yeah. And her talking to the armor was cool. Started to see um, a little more. I still like, I didn't like the armor's response to her with the, the mythosaur. Yeah, thing, it was a little she's flat. Like it, like it was dismissive. It was, yeah, it, it didn't seem like, like, okay, if it's something like that's really great, that should happen, then you should be a little shocked. Like, oh, oh, wow, that's, that's cool. You've seen you've seen the thing you've seen a miracle wow yeah like you think she'd be excited instead she's like oh that just means a miracle happened you're not you know yeah i know a little happy about that Mark, i didn't like it i didn't i didn't get it yeah i watched it again to me i watched it again and i'm like am i missing something out of it but then i'm going back to your thoughts of like the armorer might be up to something so maybe i'm not getting maybe she's not so much up to something but maybe she knows more than she's letting on like maybe she's that's, seen them at yes, the store that might be it Okay, you know what? That's better. That's really actually what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm definitely thinking she knows more than she lets on. I don't, I definitely think that. Yeah. I don't know that she's against Mando, but she seems, um, deceptive, like, like holding back. Like this, yeah. it just does, she doesn't seem honest. Like she something's going to come out that she's honest. going to, yeah. Something's going to come out like, oh, she knew this and, but yeah, yeah or she's, she knew something. Yeah, like she's um she's going with the you know I, I keep I keep tying it to like church. It's like she knows that there's actually more scriptures than they put yeah. in the Bible. You yeah. know, but whatever that would the equivalent would be like she knows that this she knows what was made up and she knows what what is real and you know what I mean. And she's um she's not being honest with everyone else about it. She's just like, no, that's just, this is the, this is the way we teach it. That's it. We're not going to, we're not going to talk about the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think she's got a bigger knowledge of it and she's always had that leadership, leadership, motherly role of the clan. You could even see her like, you know, getting ready when, when they're like planning the, the, um, the rescue. 
it's not like they're arguing with each other or anything. You know what I mean? Or she's trying to one up yeah. anybody. She's just keeping. Yeah, she's just like a peacekeeper. Yeah, and she throws I've her. Seen two that role in a lot of shows, a yeah. lot of like um like cult kind of shows, like the one where like they know it's up, but they're just they're just all for um laying down the law regardless. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this, this is the deal. And her 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 um sort of passive response to the mythosaur thing yeah. kind of goes to that because all right if you believe in this stuff then this should have been cool news to hear yeah. you should have been like wow that should have been something if you don't believe in this stuff that should have been something the fact that you just didn't seem to give a shit it's like all right that that tells me that that her response was like um misleading or something you know what i mean yeah but but the, the, um you know i go back to a scene from do you remember from the first season there was um when mando was learning to ride that he was learning to ride some kind of creature like a like a horned something and there was that little alien that goes oh i remember the one that goes i have spoken remember that guy it was um yeah old character but anyway so when he's training mando he goes your ancestors rode the great mythosaur so it has been heard of and talked about. So maybe it's not so much the myth as it exists. Maybe it's more of the myth like do any are any left. You know what I mean? Not that it's a magical creature. Because how much is that different from a yeah. rancor? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what? Nobody believes in a giant alien? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's tons yeah. of it. So it yeah. might be more. Yeah, there's other giant around. aliens in that episode even. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking yeah, it. I, don't, like I didn't even know. I don't even remember what the whole mythosaur lore was was i didn't really know the, the lore was know. that um bo katan know of it yeah bo katan said um to get real quick so i'm gonna I'm try to go in the weeds with it <laughs> but the dark yeah. saber was created by uh uh pat vizsla who was a jedi who was a mandalorian that was a jedi so he created that special dark saber it's the only one of its kind but the legend was right. was that whoever Someone will rise on the great mythosaur with the dark saber to retake Mandalore. That is the legend uh, part okay. of that's the mythosaur. Right. Yes. And that's and that's how your Grogu things we'll make sure to pin this yeah. somewhere. Your theory, Grogu, Dark Saber on top of Mythosaur. Yeah. That's going to be the end of the season or the series or something. Yeah, because that also that's, ties yes. back to the origin of the Darksaber, which is the Jedi Mandalorian crossover. So that would kind of bring yeah, it full circle. It, it ties to that and it, it brings us a reason for Luke to train him. Everything comes together. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a good, uh, a good theory. But hold on, we got, we got things in episode two I wanted to yeah. ask you about. Um. Oh, hey, they made the um that badge thing for Grogu. And I love that yes. whole scene. I like the armor with Grogu. That was cool. Yeah. Then it showed like, all right, maybe she's not evil. Maybe it's just maybe it isn't so much I don't she's not a bad guy. She's just some something's up. She's just hiding something. Yeah, because she but took it that initiative. That maybe it was wrong on she, Yeah, she took the initiative, she brought him in and she made him something nice. But let me ask you, he was making faces. You know, as much as the Muppet could do. Yeah. <laughs> when, when she was smushing down the metal for him. Yeah. And and then it was it showed it was because he was flashing back, which the flashback was awesome. We'll yeah. Back to that minute. Oh yeah. yeah um. Yeah. But but was the metal made of something of his? Because I I, 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 I kind of blanked out for a second or I missed it and I was going to go back and I forgot. No. But was that metal something of his that she used to make that thing or no. was it just that it 
Okay, okay. I thought maybe I missed, like, it was a gift of his, and he was like, oh, man, you're breaking my freaking No, toy. whenever they recover some Beskar, okay. they, like, save it, and, and the first place it goes, like, even um, Din Jaren, whenever he comes back with Beskar, the first priority is they always the younglings, uh, the younglings, the foundlings. He's always like, yeah, yeah. Say, oh, this is the way. That, that's the kind of thing to take care of, like the new first. Okay. So that's it. Was the way basically... he was looking at the thing. I thought it was um. At first, I was thinking like, that's not the gift that he gave. He gave him like the net thing. But then I could see that he was still. No, he was that. wearing it. Yeah, the chain mail, whatever that's called. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was cool. Yeah. Oh, and how about the. <laughs> Maybe Grogu's movements. Yes. You notice that, like, the walking around and stuff? Now, I mean, you make a character and you base it off of some kind of animal. Yeah. Of some kind. But it seems like they based him off of a toy. <laughs> like they said, let's make it look like a toy tried to walk. Like a poorly made toy tried to walk. It doesn't seem like they tried to make it like an animal tried to walk. Like, it's such a strange thing. Like, well, it's, in it's, it's intentional. That's what, it's what makes it. It's not like like they did they cheat down on it necessarily but they like, like odd choice well, for how they make a move and it's cute but it's that's weird i'll 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 come back to that with yoda so you have yoda and had you had yoda be consistent and just had like the puppet running around with the lightsaber it would look a little off right but the, yes. so they made the cgi one so what happens though is People, I believe, people have a hard time connecting the CGI Yoda with the puppet one, which I didn't even think when they fixed the CGI, it was that bad. Like, I thought he looked pretty good, the CGI Yoda. So my only yeah. guess is, because you, you have two choices, and I don't know which is the better one, but if you saw the way they thought about the Luke stuff, they might have, the two choices were you either, because he's basically puppet the whole time. He's puppet when somebody's holding him, like for everything. So either... Yeah. You make the, the movements look cheesy, like when he was flipping, when he was doing the kid. Or yeah. you you make him CGI, and then it's going to be, I think it would be very inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Of the of the choices, yeah. yeah. It is the best way to go. Because I was thinking that as I'm watching, I'm like, I'm like, you know, it's a, I'm thinking like, and I, I think it all the time when I see him. Like, it's yeah. an odd choice. But then I was like, yeah, what, what else are you going to do? And I, I don't have anything better. And it's an alien, so it could be anything. Yeah, that's just an that's how that's how that creature starts off. Why not? It just got comes out with, you know, hell, our babies can walk at all. So yeah, and he's pretty like you know he's also he yeah exactly he's smaller than Yoda, so he's like really like limited as far as his limbs and stuff. And so yeah, yeah I think he can't just, talk, so he's like two, you know, yeah. like in human years if you think about it. Yeah, I think also the audience has embraced it to the point where it's just like cute and funny. So it's like like we yeah. laugh when we see it. We don't just go like, oh, because it's Grogu. He's funny. We're not, you know, we don't take him too seriously right now. So we just like laugh. Like, oh, look at him go. Yeah. <laughs> like he's he's hustling to try to keep up with the armorer. Oh, so you want to get to the yeah. uh, the Jedi Temple? Oh yeah, well, yeah. If you think of the checklist of cool things that are in this episode, you got that flashback going. Yeah. You got a Mandalorians flying around fighting dinosaurs. Yeah. And um, and a little bit of Mythosaur answering so there's a lot of a lot of stuff um but yeah i was su i was like super happy and surprised to see i thought the flat i just didn't expect the, to see what the flashback was mm -hmm. um this early i thought that'd be like a whole i just thought that'd be later for some reason but that was really cool to see just some straight jedi um stuff going on 
And, and and it's funny too because so the the fans were all like, oh, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Mace Windu? Is it going to be Anakin? Like, you know, they were waiting for some big twist. Okay, so it wasn't really just a you know. Also, that's a lot of uh, stuff to cram in. But the cool thing, um, the Jedi that did rescue Grogu um, was Kelleran Beck, which you probably never heard of before, and I have never heard of before. But then um, the actor who played him is Ahmed Best. Do you know who that is, Bob? Um. Oh, Misa, Misa. <laughs> it's Jar Jar. That was freaking Jar Jar. I yeah. read it as soon as he said it. Yeah. <laughs> it was, oh, that's funny. Yeah, and it was Jar Jar, and it was one of those like one of those other redemption moments almost. You know what I'm saying? Like when they brought Anakin back and made him cool. Because I know that actor. Yeah. That actor struggled with the um, the hate with Jar Jar back when he was you know when it first came out. Yeah. I think he like kind of, but he also. So here's the other thing about Kelly yeah, Jack. But but they had they said something else. They're like Kelleran Beck. Um, he first appeared in this show called um, Jedi Temple. So I'm like, oh, I thought it was a video game maybe or something. And Ahmed Best was playing it. No, Jedi Temple yeah. was a kids, almost like Double Dare. So it was kids dressed up as Jedi, and Ahmed Best was the host. But he was playing Kelleran Beck, like he was that character. But they just made him huh. a real Jedi. But they said like. Oh, not only going to make you like a Jedi, they brought him in. They made him, they gave him like two lightsabers. <laughs> They're like, yeah. we're going to make you the coolest character we can. Like, that is some freaking redemption. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so it's like one of those nice. things that makes you like, you know what? Good. I'm glad they looked out for this guy and got him, like, you know, got him yeah. into the scene. Yeah. You know, I bet they got like a, a checklist of yeah. like things, like, all right, we got we to write some some wrongs here. You know, let's, uh, oh, next up let's, is let's Anakin back first. We'll be. Jake Lloyd, they got to help yeah. him out because he he has some struggles yeah. too, I think, with um, the Anakin stuff. Oh yeah, stuff. I bet. Yeah, and also, could we as fandom learn to stop like picking on kids because we don't like their the actors? I mean, the uh, the character. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. six year old kid. If my son played Darth Vader, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like leave the kid alone. You know? What yeah, I mean? the kid did it. Yeah, it isn't the kid that did it. It was them. It was them putting this putting this uh, big story on the kid. Yeah, you know, put it put it on the on the parents and let the um. The kid just sort of be a side character. You know, it's like um I just watched the Tony Soprano. Um I was telling uh parents about it. I just seen the 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 prequel to the um oh, the Soprano show. How was it? And it's Tony Soprano. Oh, it was great. Oh okay. it's Tony Check Soprano. It I don't know the actor's name. The actor's kid plays him in a flashback, right? Oh, James got Gandolfini. So I'm curious Gandolfini, yeah. So okay. Gandolfini's kid plays Tony Soprano as a as a kid. Gotcha. And I was curious how that would go because the kid's um the kid's just not a Tony Soprano looking dude. He does look like his dad, but mm -hmm. he just doesn't look like a tough guy, you know. Gotcha. But the kid it was actually great, and the kid was great. But what what they did was the story wasn't about the kid, but the kid was in it, and he was definitely a big part of it, and it told the kid's story, but it was about someone else. That's how you got to do it when you got kid actors. Yeah. It's like, all right, we got the kid actor. We want to put him in here because it's Tony Soprano. He shouldn't have been a lead. That's what I was getting. It does come back to Star Wars. Yeah. That's yeah. why no, no, a point no, you're right. To, to you're right. He yeah. shouldn't have been a lead. Yeah. It so don't been more make like... it about the kid yet. Yeah. It shouldn't be he he's the lead. He shouldn't be saying the thing that it should just be everyone else going around him and they're just pulling and yeah and and it 
him not be the lead, but him be there. Yeah, he's integral. Do it, but don't put the big lines on him. Yeah, Let he didn't need to blow up the trade federation. Ship. <laughs> like, this is pop yeah. racing. We didn't need any of that stuff. We did, we had a Darth Maul yeah. fight going on. We didn't need any of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, speaking uh, of kids, yes. So we got Mandalorians. Yes. And these Mandalorians have their little Mandalorian kids. I know where you're going with this because I was thinking about this too. Yeah. <laughs> so, now, uh, I guess we, you keep uh, the helmet on. <laughs> you keep the helmet on. I mean, that's all you have to keep on is the helmet, right? I guess so. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. Problem solved. We're solving the world's problems. Problem solved. Solving the world's problems. Yeah. I thought oh, about I, it. I, 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 I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I got to say, well, as I said, it's very Star Wars-y, this one. Yeah. Pick, um, but you got Mandalorians flying around that um, monster that stole the kid. We, we totally skipped all that. Yeah. So the monster steals the kid. And then you got Mandalorians flying around the monster shooting it. And I'm like, this is only Star Wars. This is so Star Wars, having them shooting the thing. It just brought me back to uh, Boba, Boba Fett getting eaten by that the monster in the sand. Yeah, that's Arlac. In the movies. Yep. Yeah. So it was definitely reminiscent of that. And as I'm thinking that watching, I'm like how cool it is. And it's kind of like a nostalgic thing too. Like, oh, good old Star Wars, you know, doing it up. Mm-hmm. And then of course they have to do the gag that they do so many times now where the big monster hits the ground and then another big monster comes and eats it. Yeah. That <laughs> like, was so Jurassic like Park. Standard. <laughs> it was Jurassic Park. Yeah. But Star Wars did that. They were the first to do it. They were the ones that did it. Well, I don't know the first. No, you're first, right. They have done that. Back I'm in the seventies sure. movies. They had done that with that. Um, they landed on, I think I might be getting scenes mixed up, but um, they're flying through what they think is the tunnel, and then it was the worm. Yeah. No, that wasn't the same one. I was thinking a different worm ate that one, but no, I don't think it did. I, you're thinking of Qui Gon. There's always a bigger thing. fish. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's Phantom Menace. Yeah, you know, my things mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it definitely felt very Star Wars. Yes, yeah, definitely. No, no, you're right. That was more Jurassic Park. They did that in a couple movies, Jurassic Park. The T-Rex always shows up and eats the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> T-Rex is the good guy now. He flipped teams. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, it was funny. That was the alligator from the first episode. <laughs> it was like, I'm back. So they didn't just create me for commitments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of place are they living in where they got um, these monsters in the sky and in the sea? Maybe find a different cave. I mean, there's probably. I think it's just because it's so remote. <laughs> I, I think they're still staying. It's, remote, off it's of- dangerous. I, that's I, why they keep everyone off of it I, that's a, a weird one too is like wh- what is their like the the galaxy's view of the mandalorians because the original thing was that they were like you know they were kind of acting as when when this this show first started i'm not saying but at this time period it seemed like they were bounty yeah. hunters and they were just kind of taking care of their collective so i'm not sure what makes them want to not assimilate into regular i guess to hold on to the creed i guess that's that's the point but the thing is is like i don't know why it's so much like they're hiding because what are they guilty of having their world destroyed that's the part because i'm saying yeah they're on that planet because it's remote but why do they have to be on a remote thing what are they that part and there might be an answer but i don't quite get it like who are they hiding from you know what i mean is it against the law to be a man there's a lot of gaps in there yeah and yeah. maybe there's an answer, but like Bo-Katan wasn't hiding from anybody or her sect of Mandalorians. They were just, yes, they're rare, but what is it they got to hold up unless it's just... Well, weird. they do kill a lot of people, so maybe... Yeah, maybe... Maybe it, people kind of... It might be the other ones act as bounty hunters, just, they just too. get arrested constantly. 
yeah they just, they're just always like there's always like warrants out for them for whatever maybe that's it maybe it's just like a lawless kind of group and they're just you know yeah. that's it they just don't want to you know it, their secrecy is part of their thing especially if they are if you go back to the din jaren was bounty hunting to collect stuff for the group then if he, if if somebody's looking for Din Jaren, you don't want them to trace him back to the group. So I guess that's it. It's the safety yeah. of the it's the safety of the group because uh, probably the other yeah. ones are doing the same stuff. So okay, that I guess we answered that. Solving solving problems. Problem solving. We're doing? solving problems here. <laughs> <laughs> we know how babies are made, and yeah, we know uh, <laughs> the, the, why they picked a crappy house. <laughs> those are the, the, yeah. We got those things knocked out. But oh, and I was looking. There was a post. There's like five episodes left, Bob. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, there is definitely some traction made, but I guess it's going to kind of ramp up to where it's going, whether it's uh, Moff Gideon coming back or wherever they're going with this, but that's what it looks like. Obviously, I saw it on the net. I didn't see it from a direct source, so I could be wrong, but that sounds about right for, like, a live-action show, because if you think of, like, the Disney Plus shows, they go to, like, you know, six to eight kind of thing. Yeah, this might be a turning point. Of course, it's going to lead into something, and it's also going to lead into maybe because Ahsoka is coming out this fall. There's like a little bit of a, it'll kind of work out. So it's not just a drought. But yeah, very curious to see where it goes. One, one, one last thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because I, I think in every episode, I say, I, you know, I got to watch that end of credits artwork because it looks awesome. But I always, yeah, I'm in a rush for some reason. And I so this time I made a point this time to to watch through it. That's really cool. Like props to whoever is doing that. Yeah, the, um, the artwork at the end is like semi-animated. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like they make the visual like storyboard just to get the idea. Like, hey, how about we make the scene look like this? And then I guess everybody approves it, and then the effects team can start working on it. Which is kind of like what Ralph yeah. McQuarrie, he's famous for doing that stuff for the original Star Wars. That's why there's certain things like they made a droid in last episode, episode 19. I'm oh, sorry, chapter 19 that looked like the original version of c-3po a macquarie drawing you know what i mean because yeah he, he takes oh, cool they take his like original, brought to his original thing to to, to that's cool yeah and you then it's finally like, see it yeah and then it, you know it got adjusted and stuff but then like but they show you a lot of these scenes are like okay here's the scene like i'm sure john favreau hands a script to somebody and he goes okay here's what i'm thinking for the scene and then they all look at it i like that and then they, they yeah they start putting that together yeah, but they really they even they seem to even like it's cool though because they they even like finish it yeah, you know, like it gives it like like you could almost do a show in that animation. It yes. just looks like an awesome like in between a comic and a cartoon. Oh, I would love to have an thing. original like piece of art it. like that. That would be that'd be awesome. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, like I said, great episode. Uh, a lot of good things coming up. So as always, it's been fun doing this with you, Bob. Yep, always fun. We will see you guys. 